This is the Soul Podcast. Fashionably late. I'm King Sejong, reminding you that in Korea, gum comes in a pill bottle and medicine comes in a candy wrapper. And here are your hosts, Emma Kalka and Joe McPherson. And welcome to the Soul Podcast. This is Joe. And I'm Emma. <laughs> Thank you for and joining we have us. No guest today. <laughs> we will have a guest next week, supposedly, if everything goes well. Hopefully, yes. If everything goes well, yeah, it'll either be next week or the week after. I just have to finalize that. But yes, we will have a guest, and I'm so excited about the guest. Who is this guest going to be? Um, we are going to have Yuji Ho on the podcast, which in my opinion is like, yeah, in my opinion, the best sports writer in Korea. I'm a little bit biased. I used to work with him at Yonup. Um, he's currently right now in Tokyo covering the Olympics. So even though we're most likely going to be talking Olympics tonight, we're going to have him on and, you know, talk about this is his fourth Olympics. He's covering his fourth Olympics. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that and maybe get some behind the scenes stuff. You know, he was covering Pyeongchen. I was actually at Pyeongchen for the first week. Mm -hmm. So. That'll be great. I, I know I'm doing like my annoying American thing, but I only do this during the Olympics. As I said earlier, um, you know, America's I only heard playing that. for the gold medal in baseball tomorrow night. <laughs> Baseball's my sport, even though oh, I'm wearing going a for basketball that? t-shirt right now. Okay, because I have not. I'm wearing a basketball t-shirt right now. Oh, Oklahoma. But baseball's my sport. Yeah, we don't have we don't have a professional baseball team, just farm teams. Yeah, we don't either. Even no, no, we have in Alabama there are. <laughs> There, there oh, are. Right. Sorry. There are double. There are double A teams in Alabama, and this was interesting. Is uh, a Montgomery team uh, for a night did did Korean night, and they changed their name to the Montgomery Kimchi. They had T-shirts and everything, and they, the T-shirts the T-shirts are totally sold. Were totally sold out. I couldn't get one, but that was it. Was really cool that Montgomery, cool. Alabama okay, so did. Yeah, for a moment I was like, "Wait, did this backfire?" No, <laughs> no, like no. A- Everyone was really cool with that. Yeah, the Montgomery kimchi for a night. They're they're called um, usually called uh the Montgomery biscuits. That's what they are, Montgomery biscuits. Oh well, there you go. From one I, food I, item to another. I love this about double A teams. They had the the. The most amusing names. Uh, they were playing against the Bluxy Shuckers, as in oyster shuckers. That time, that um, night. Let's see. In Oklahoma, uh, we have. I think there's the OKC, OKC Red Redbirds. Okay. Um, Not and, as exciting as the, the biscuits Tulsa, and the oyster shuckers. No, and then we have the Tulsa Oilers, but it's been a while. Okay, that makes I more sense. Up. They might have changed. The name. Yeah, yeah, because because I like um, no, but uh, yeah. Uh, when I lived in Northern when I Alabama, lived in Fort uh huh. Mm-hmm. What do they have in Fort no, Myers? When I lived in Florida, yeah. When I was in Fort Myers, because like Fort Myers is where a lot of teams go for their spring training. Yeah. And so uh, Milwaukee, I think it was Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. They do their spring training there, and I think their farm team, uh, Boston Red Sox, also do their spring training there, and I think. Fort Myers must be a curse. A, uh, uh, well, possibly, uh, but they had the Fort Myers Miracle. Uh, oh, that see, was I the love name this of the stuff. Farm team there, uh, yeah. And I would go to, I would go to their games all the time because it was like six bucks to go yeah. see a baseball game, and I was like, yeah, I'm same in Korea. And I'd also love my, little, my doing younger this. brother. Yeah, my younger brother at the time, he was about eight or nine ish and really into baseball. 
So me and my good friend at the time, we were in our early 20s because we just graduated university. So we would take my brother and his friends to like uh, Fort Myers Miracle Games and then not going to lie, like kind of low key use them to talk to the players because they were like, can we go get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, go for it. And so just kind of like hover slightly in the background. It's like, oh, my, my little brother really wants to get a picture with you guys. And Aww. they're like, yeah, sure. And then got a picture with them. And I was like, yeah, so here's my number. Aww. Oh, never, there you never go. Never got a date from that. Lots of flirting, but never a date. Yeah, but, we, we were, when I lived in uh, Northern Alabama, uh, a lot of teams were, they had their double A teams and they had their, all the spring training and stuff. Uh, Jose Canseco would play for the Huntsville Stars. I like that name Ooh. because the Von Braun, uh, uh, a lot of uh, the uh, love the space tech was developed in Huntsville rockets mm-hmm. and stuff. So we have, we actually have a space museum in Huntsville. So the Huntsville stars, uh, my sister used to babysit for a baseball player called Gary Reedus who played for the pirates, but lived in Decatur, Alabama. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, baseball season is only like for a certain amount of the year. So during off season, they don't necessarily yeah. have it was, to. It was kind of interesting. Anyway, people aren't listening to this to hear us talk about Alabama and Oklahoma sports <laughs> and Florida <Sorry>. sports. <laughs> tell us more about what's happening <laughs> with the Olympics. I have really been out of touch. So tell me what's going on with the Olympics. But in the meantime, uh, I, I am I am opening uh, this week's beer is from Jeju Beer Company. I am I'm dealing with mm-hmm. I am having the uh, Gong Gong Ale. I've never had this one. So I'm going to try it out. And I'm going to enjoy some ice cream. I was trying to find some interesting ice creams. This one I got a Yakult. I have a Yakult yogurt ice cream that I'm going to enjoy. Uh, What do you tell me about the Olympics? When I was at the Korean, Korean, when I was at the convenience store earlier, I was like, oh, I should get ice cream. And then I completely forgot. This is dark. I'm actually trying a new wine tonight. This is from uh, Chile. Mm-hmm. So this is my my Ooh, white wine for the night. Connoisseur Reserva Unoaked Chardonnay. Because people mm-hmm. criticize Chardonnays for being too oaky. Well, I like it. It was very chocolatey. So. <laughs> uh, what is going on in the Olympics? Well, um, the big thing right okay. now is the um, the fact that the Korean baseball team played Team USA last night, which I actually watched the entire game. Not because I was going to have to edit the articles afterwards, but just because I was like, it was a decider. Whoever won this game was going to mm-hmm. go to play the gold medal game against Japan. And whoever lost was going to go to the bronze medal game against Dominican Republic. And um, Korea lost. And I was actually upset because like, oh, I mean, yes. Okay. I was happy that USA won. I mean, but, you know, I was expecting better from Korea, like. They're not, they're a good baseball team and they're the defending gold medal, gold medalists. So I was expecting like a better fight, you know, and then um, they just were not playing very well last night. Like, I mean, you know, the USA had a few moments in the game that I was like, oh, God, what are you doing? You should have caught that. How could you let that grounder go? That's like, what is going on here? Yeah. I mean, they weren't playing you know, for the Montgomery biscuits. Yeah. No, like, uh, they, you know, the U S was a little bit more consistent than America. Eh, sorry. than Korea. I've, I've had a few glasses of wine already guys. Sorry. Oh my God. But this yogurt ice cream is really good. Is good. This is better than anything that pink berry could ever think of. This is delicious. This is cold ice cream. It's like it's just frozen yakult. It really just yeah. tastes like just, it's just frozen yakult. Yakult. Uh, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. 
but so tomorrow uh korea is going to be playing against the dominican republic at noon for a bronze medal they've actually already played them before and they beat them Mm -hmm. um korea actually had Mm -hmm. a pretty fun come from behind win against the dominican republic they played them earlier uh in the tournament and they were tied it they got one run in the first inning and the dominican got a couple of runs and then everybody was like game over dominican republic's gonna win ninth inning korea gets like he was like three runs Mm -hmm. beats the dominican republic by one point wow uh, by one run which is really big if it's soccer but actually, even <laughs> baseball, Dominican Republic is a very strong baseball country. What are you talking about? Mm. And it's football. Yeah. But no, Dominican Republic, they're very strong in, in baseball. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, at least they have been. I admit, like, my baseball knowledge is, like, here and there. I try yeah. to keep up, but, you know, with the pandemic, I have not been keeping up as I usually do. Mm. Um but yeah, they had a very like dramatic come from behind win in the ninth inning. Everybody thought Dominican Republic was going to win the game, and then Korea yep. just comes up with those runs in the ninth inning and beats them by one point. Um, but it so they've beat the Dominican Republic before in very dramatic fashion. So you know they still have a chance at the bronze medal. I know it's not gold, and that sucks. But they still have a chance at a bronze. Yeah. And then in the gold medal match, yeah. we have Japan and the USA. And Japan has already oh, beat be the US in this yeah. tournament. They beat them by one. It was seven to six. So mm. Japan beat US by mm. seven to six. So the gold medal game is going to be, I'm expecting it's going to be pretty tight. Um, I, I think because, that's good. I mean, I mean these are. <laughs> Oh, this four yeah four teams that are powerhouses in baseball anyway. So this will be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the gold medal game is going. Uh, the gold medal game is going to be exciting. The bronze medal game is going to be exciting. Unfortunately, I have something that I have to be at from twelve to two thirty, so I'm going to completely miss the Korea game, probably. You I'll are. maybe be able to catch like the last thirty minutes of it, um, but no, my I I have a friend because we can only have two I'm people glad. gathering after six p.m. I'm following COVID. I'm gonna have a friend over tomorrow night. And we're gonna be watching the Japan USA game, and I'm just like, I mean, I I was this excited for uh, I think. Yeah, the only other event I was this excited about was the uh, women's gymnastic team event, mm-hmm. which I also watched. So I was there for like all the, you know, Simone Biles making her exit after the first rotation, mm-hmm. and then wondering, oh my god, mm-hmm. what's going on? When she didn't come back, mm-hmm. but. Korea has been doing been doing well. Last time I checked, um, there because they they said their whole goal was just to make like the top ten countries in terms of gold medals, which I think they're still there. Last time I checked, they were like about eight or nine, so they're doing mm-hmm. good. Archery, of course. Yeah, they won all the things. Yeah. Well, not all of them. I think individual men's individual. I think they just missed out on the gold medal for men's individuals. But uh, men's team they won, women's team they won, mixed team, which was a new event that they did this year. They won mixed team. Ansan. Mm-hmm. Ansan. That's my girl. I love. Yeah. And um, and her teammate. They're both like they're teenagers. She's like 19, and we know I think she's 20, and he's 17. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have to like double. I we made no notes for this, and that is why I'm and I'm horrible at remembering names. Mm-hmm. 
So this is why I'm like pulling up my phone because I don't want to make a complete ass out of myself by saying like That's the fine. wrong name. You, you see that I was, was really enjoying my Yakult. Yeah. And my chocolate beer. I was Kim Jae-dolk. Is that his name? I don't know because I've been. I have not been following this at all. I've. I've. This is. I really have been out of touch this Olympics. Um, I do hear. I do read stories every now and then. Um, one interesting story I found has contradicted mm-hmm. most stuff of what I've said about Korea and the Olympics in the past. Um. Mm-hmm is that this year, this time around people, Koreans are not as concerned about medals as they were before. It's, they care more about the performance and the passion that the athletes take while they're doing, while they're Mm -hmm. doing it. So they're they're not caring about the results. And I think this is so good because if you listen to our dark side of soul podcast, where we talk about the 88 Olympics, my big Mm -hmm. complaint since I've been here has been the poor sportsmanship on all these international mm-hmm. events. I know I'm American. We have our issues as well with our arrogance, but it's, it's just mm-hmm. this bad sportsmanship. And what's got me was from the very beginning, we talked about NBC with the opening ceremonies, messing that one up. And then later yeah. on, <laughs> tremendously, being, being poor sports with their reactions to other teams and such. Um, what stood out to me while this was making all the international news was it wasn't really the international media calling out NBC as it was Korean citizens calling out NBC for being poor sports mm-hmm. and being not very yeah. global in their thinking. And this is this this was really amazing. I, I love this um, this attitude that we're having right now. And also about this not, you know, it doesn't matter. The, the middle count is fine, but it's not like, you know, don't, don't come home without a medal. You know, it, it wasn't this kind of uh, fair weather fan type of attitude is like, we only care about these athletes when there's an Olympics and we only care about you. If you get a medal, uh, I, I like this, this new spirit that's going on is like, no, we're in for it to get, we're in it together. I'm really enjoying this, this new spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, There have been some upsets. There have been some areas where Korea was expected to medal and they didn't. But then on the opposite side, we've also had some surprise medals. Um, The biggest one being uh, in men's individual uh, gymnastics. Yeah, this is really, really Korea, cool. Like now, now one golden bolt. I like this the because now that Korea's getting good at gymnastics, we're going to see gymnastics now. If I actually see no, some Americans. <laughs> this is actually, it's not the first time because in me being like the Olympics gymnastics fan that I am, like back in London 2012, Yang Hak won gold in vault and he actually has a vault named after him. He's that good. Uh-huh. And he qualified for the Korean Olympic team for Tokyo. Um, he was out of Rio because of an injury, but he qualified for the a Korean Olympic team for gymnastics for Tokyo, but he didn't make it through the preliminaries. So he didn't qualify for any of the individual events. He didn't qualify for the all around. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if Korea has, I don't think they have like an actual team, an Olympic team. I don't know. To qualify for the team event. And this is something I don't know. I should have looked that up, but did not apologies. Korea could do that, um, you know. You know, suddenly they showed up with a curling team. <laughs> yeah, they um, but you know, he tried and he didn't make it past the qualifying rounds. But I mean, I was there and I was watching. I was at the office that night working late, and we were all watching. 
and oh good lord i've already forgotten his name it's okay this is what i said i'm so bad with names we should have we should have made a cheat sheet i remember the previous alter i remember the pretty young huck so i just because he's got vault named after him so i remember that one hold on give me a second okay Uh, yeah so on top of that um yeah, I know. Last Forgive week, me. if we, I had known we were going to talk Olympics all night, I would have like had all this. We're on. not. We don't have to. But uh, if we were going to be doing the show last week, we would have been talking mostly about MB- NBC's uh, flops and kerfuffles. It's it's mistakes and Shin uh, Jae Hwan. There we go, Shin Jae Hwan. And I edited this article, so you would think I would Shin Jae Hwan. He was the one that won gold in vault. And it was just like the look on his face when he realized he won. Like even after he landed, he was just like, "Huh, cool, I do this." <laughs> and then after he won, it was just like insane because we were all just watching. I think there were a few other vaulters after him, and we were all watching at the office. And then as soon as they were like, he got the gold, everybody was like, "Yes, woohoo!" That's great. Like, you know, he beat out. I mean, that's what it's been. Out. It's been this attitude that athletes America. have had too. People have been talking about how they're they're so happy and smiling, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm really digging this this new approach to sports. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. But this this mm-hmm. is you're, you're seeing this middle aged guy starting to change his mind about his perceptions. Is is yeah? This is not the same Korea that I remember from 2004, 2008, 2012, and all the Winter Olympics in between. 2016, 2018, mm-hmm. 2016. Yeah, uh, it's always been like bad sportsmanship and just, just. I mean, come on, man. This this is like when when when. The Korean soccer football team, soccer team, uh, when they went to the World Cup uh, a few years ago, and no one—I mean, no one really expects Korea to do that well in the World Cup. It's it's just 2002 since they were they're one of the hosting countries. They did very well. They had a really surprising time, but they—that was a—that was not what was really. That was kind of a fluke. Oh, sorry. It was kind of a fluke that that happened. It's an yeah, unlo- a lovely. Yeah, it, it was, it's a great sports story, but that wasn't what Korea standards is, especially for a country where, even though we do have professional football, professional soccer, it's not that popular here. It's not that well supported. And so, no, no, it's not. You don't see you don't see kids playing soccer out in the streets. You don't see little league soccer games going on all the time. It's not ingrained in the country like it is in Brazil and all these other countries that are winning uh, uh, World Cups. So when Korea did not do as well, these countries that live and breathe soccer. When when the team came back, there's a bunch of this is a group of Ajishis was waiting for them at Incheon Airport and they threw yut at them. Rice taffy, which if you yut throwing yut, eat, what they're saying is eat yut, which uh, kind of means like eat a dick in Korean. <laughs> yeah, did not know that. Learn learn new things every day. Now I know that was a sportsmanship. But it's like, I mean, it's like, where were you guys when they were like playing other games? When they were when they were you know playing in the Korean soccer leagues. Where were you guys? Where were you guys supporting them then? You only support, you know, it was, it was, so that, that was what I was taking away. This was the attitude people had. Or the other thing is, mm-hmm. um, only being interested in sports when Koreans are doing well in it. Like mm-hmm. when Kim Yona was in finger skate, was, doing well in figure skating everyone was going mm-hmm. heading out to the ice rinks to do figure skating uh my first year here um korea was doing very well in badminton and that summer i could not walk anywhere on the street everyone was playing badminton in the sidewalks in the streets <laughs> I um, I I now no, one, no one's doing it, it. 
Yeah, well, you might see an uptick in gymnastics because it wasn't even just that guy. Actually, um, no, and this is actually a pretty cool story. I think Korea uh, could do very well in gymnastics. I, th- I think. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Yo Sa Jung. Yo Sa Jung is a Korean gymnast, and she won the first ever medal for a woman in, Kore- in gymnastics for Korea. This mm-hmm. game's. Um, she got bronze in women's vault, but here's the cool part. Her dad also was an Olympic vaulter. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And he also won an Olympic medal. He won silver in vault at the 19 in the Atlanta, uh, Olympics in 1996. I, I remember really cool. that one. Yeah. So there are. Yeah, so he won vault. So Yang Kak Song, he wasn't the first guy to win a medal in vault. He, I think he was the first. He was the first one to win gold. So that's making me feel really old. But he wasn't the first old. Korean guy. Uh, but yeah, no, her father won silver at Atlanta in vault, and then she won bronze here uh, in Tokyo in that's vault. That's really making so. me feel old. Because I remember, like, I mean, like yeah, the Atlanta like, Olympics, I was I was delivering pizzas just two hours away from the Olympics. Oh, I was in college. I was I was, at, I was like, in college. Oh, I was about to start junior high. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, and then I was like, "Wow, the Olympics are just two hours away from me, but I can't go because I'm a poor college student delivering pizzas." <laughs> No, 96 Olympics, That because that was like the first time that the American women's team had won gold for Team Olympics. And like, I'm not sure if it was ever, but it was a big thing. The Magnificent Seven. There were other things the, Atlanta, the 96 we, Olympics were known for. I'm sorry. There were other things. Right. Uh, yes, I know. The bomb. I remember that. But <laughs> for me, I choose to focus on the Magnificent Seven uh, because one of the members was Shannon Miller, who is from Edmond, Oklahoma. Oh, there you go. Bring it back to Oklahoma. Us back in Oklahoma <laughs> were just like, yeah. I was happy that I was happy that the the, the the kayak course was the same uh, river that I like to go whitewater rafting down the Okoe, which is a lovely river to go whitewater rafting down, by the way. I'm not going to lie. Tokyo Olympics was the first time that I actually like saw the kayaking events. Oh, I really? I didn't even know that was a thing. That is. Yeah, it's like yeah, slalom. No, it's, it just they just happened to be playing on the TV at work. And I was like, okay, whoa. And I was just like, damn, the biceps. Oh, yeah. And how fast they're going. Kayakers, amazing upper body. Men yeah. and women. Like, but they have no legs. The muscles. I was just like, I mean, I have no upper body strength whatsoever, but if I want to get it, I guess I need to start kayaking. Yeah. You ever, you ever done anything like that? Like whitewater rafting or anything? No, but that is on the books for when I moved to Texas. Because Texas has a few good white, white water rafting spots. So that is... I've already talked about it with my friend that I'm moving with. And we're like, definitely. I was like, first of all, actually, no, I started it. It was like, not whitewater rafting, but I'm like, I want to go on a float trip again. I Those miss are great. float trips. Those are the best. Yep. Those I are great. Do a float trip. She was like, can we also do whitewater rafting? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. never done it. Do but it. I'm down. Let's do it. Because I, I, I introduced my wife to it. Two very, uh, two very different river things but yeah uh, yeah there are you go on different rivers but it's just my wife to it and then many years later it was this was her idea we took our daughter she wanted to introduce our daughter to it she my Light wife my wife who doesn't swim it doesn't do anything with the water that whitewater rafting trip we took in 2008 just had such an impact on her she wanted to do it again it is that much fun she it really is fun She's done it twice. She likes whitewater rafting. Doesn't like going in the water at all. It's just fun. Yeah. Now in Korea, 
I've noticed there's a lot more work involved. We're rowing. Uh, over right, in, you don't exactly have the rapids that you usually have. In the Appalachians, so like you don't have to do anything. Out. Everything just takes care of itself. <laughs> it's like, it's you just yeah, got to make like, sure you try to stay in the boat. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, depending on the river you're going down, it's not so much like getting down the river. It's just like, can I stay in this boat? <laughs> and you don't. A lot of people don't stay in the boat. <laughs> No, because it's rapids. Like, it's that's fun. The point. It's so much fun. Yeah. And falling out of the boat and getting scratched up, and it's just so much fun. It's. It's. It, I that's love also it. Also, the fun part of a the fun part of a float trip is also seeing who stays in the boat, but for very different reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because everyone's drunk. Yeah, everyone's drunk, and so you're just like, who's going to stay in the boat this time? Lazy, lazy river, man. I love I've that stuff. It, I've, done it, I've done it with, like, the raft-like boats. I've done it in canoes. You've done Either it way, in canoes, I, huh? He says with a creepy smile on his face. And I'm just like, do you see the... <laughs> I know, I know. I'm being bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just feeling mischievous today. All right, mm-hmm. Olympic stuff. So we got we got a few more days of Olympics going on as uh, at the time of recording. Yes, we do. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to talk about more yeah, ball Olympics next week. Team. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, no, that's not. It starts at nine. Uh, the women's volleyball team. I think they've made it to the semifinals. They've made it mm. far, um, and that's that game is tonight at nine. So it's starting in a few moments. Did you get your vaccination scheduled? He, as he abruptly changes no, subject, I can't schedule it. Yeah, I can't schedule it until next Saturday. I got my schedule. I was not part of the two million people deemed as a priority. No, not priority. It was. Did you ever hear about this? This document that's being floated, this Google Doc being floated around the foreigners. No. This mysterious Google form mm-hmm. was going around. It was introduced by the Seoul Global Center. And I thought it was I thought it was fishing with the pH. I wait, no, I heard about that too. And I was just like, I have no idea what this is. And I was too busy working overtime. They're just like, whatever. But I think one of my friends felt is that what it was? Because she got I don't know because I got a text message saying between Tuesday and Wednesday go to this website and sign up. And I went there and it was easy as pie, even though it's one of those websites where they won't let you machine translate, which I don't still don't understand why they do that. Uh, but it was really easy to figure out. Yeah. I'm booked I saw, for, no, um, I thought it was, I thought it was like one of those like leftover vaccine forms. And so yeah, my friend, no, it I out, thought, I, I thought it was too. But and then, then I got that. Okay. She got the text message saying that she said, oh, damn it. Yeah. August 18th is, is I'm scheduled for August 18th. Now, uh, so, and then my wife went and she went to try to do it too. And then she found out she was, mm-hmm. she had a window. She was supposed to get it done in late July. She never received any message about that. So her, her window's already passed. So she had, oh God. So she's got to wait until, um, she's got to wait to do it with like the rest of us in the 18 to 49 on the mm-hmm. day that corresponds with the last Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of that, I, I can't uh, make my appointment until next Saturday. And she's also a Korean born in the seventies, which means she's like two or three birthdays. Yeah. As as well, nuts, but anyway, we're we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, in my opinion. Yeah, everyone's freaking out about the high numbers we're getting, but watch the trends because everything goes on a weekly trend. 
Wednesdays and Thursdays mm-hmm. tend to be high because one thing the, the, those are the mon- not only the the weekday numbers but they're also like they're combining like Monday plus Tuesday numbers when they do Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So the, the spike goes and everyone freaks out and like guys it happens every Wednesday. Guys, happens every Wednesday. Stop freaking out. It's like everyone freaking yeah. out when the it's like everyone freaking out when the it's like when the sun goes down and everyone freaks out. Oh my god, it's dark. I'm like, don't worry, don't worry. In 12 hours, the sun's going to come back up. Yeah. Good, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I mean, I write, I, part of my job is like, I have to write down the numbers every day. I record, you know, all the numbers every day. I have a Excel spreadsheet. And then at my office, I have them written down on a calendar next to my computer. So mm-hmm. whenever I edit articles about COVID, like I've got the numbers right there. So I don't have to like search for to double check the numbers. They're right I want there. that spreadsheet yeah, because, every, yeah, I really want that spreadsheet because um, oh, I'll send you, it's on my Google. It's on my Google Drive. I have spreadsheets. It's for the entire year. I have yeah, numbers that's for what the I want because the, the what the it's, Korean CDC does only does two weeks on their graph, so I have to work it out from there, like um, the patterns. Some, but the thing is, is like the numbers, uh, the total, some, the numbers might be off just a tad bit, only by like two or three, because this KCDCD. Casey, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they will often go back and alter their numbers, um, and then they don't announce them. Oh boy! They'll just like change them and then don't announce them. And so for me, when I'm trying to like fact check this, this shit, I'm like. And I have to like dig through, like go back weeks or days or whatever, because I'm usually figuring this out like a month or weeks later. And I have to like dig through just because like a number is not matching up. And I'm like, okay, this is a number that I got directly from the KDCA website and they're not matching. So you're, you're catching you them with some, some, some Enron shenanigans that they're they're fudging the numbers well, I mean, it's not much it's usually like two or three lower but it's always lower it's never higher it's always lower oh, okay so they're so overestimating I, I'm like, or i don't know i'm like why why are you changing your numbers to lower like a few weeks later mm. i see i guess like i'm like did was it like an false positive does that happen with covid tests like it does with pregnancy tests it's just it's just, it just stuff happens whenever you're always checking you're always checking i think i think actually it came up lower uh but they don't announce that and so then i'm stuck having to dig through like weeks and months of numbers to make sure and then they don't break it down they they only change the overall number they don't change they don't let you know if this was like if it was a lower number in overseas cases or if it was a lower number in domestic cases where they came from they don't tell you that so i can only change the overall number but I can't change because I record all I break my numbers down in my spreadsheet. I have overall numbers and then I break it down domestic and overseas. And then I break it down further into Seoul metro area. So I have Seoul, Gyeonggi, Incheon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also record deaths, like the number of deaths and how much it went up that day. And then I also record the number of serious cases because those are the numbers that we usually refer to in our articles um so that's what i have in my spreadsheet because those are numbers that i have to keep track of but when they change the overall number they don't tell you where it changed so i was like okay was it overseas cases was it domestic cases was it Seoul metro area was it outside the Seoul Met? they don't give that data and i'm just like well I change when I find out. I change. I change it in my spreadsheet and I change it on my calendar. But just like, could you please give me a little bit more information? 
Could you give more information Please. about um, marijuana being grown at YouTube ones? Wait, what? Daycare centers? <laughs> yeah. Marijuana being... I feel like you have a story here, and I'm like, what I the, got a story that slipped so through the cracks, so you're not going to do it your job. I got the stories that they're not going to do it your job, no, because your job is... Won't. Your job would not do domestic drug stories. Yeah, so... Um, um, they were finding at a, at a daycare center that uh, they were growing marijuana cannabis there uh, at a daycare center yeah with kids well turns out it was I mean, the it was I the owner's realization of weed but this is it was the owner's son who was growing it and the, it, i'm Hoping the owners didn't know. She knew that not? he was growing plants, but he didn't know what types of she didn't know what types of plants her son was growing. Okay, I could, I, I could, I could, I could agree with. I could understand she, she, that she was let off for that, but five people were arrested for this. <laughs> what it is, what's happening right now is because of the coronavirus is. Um, it's cut off a lot of drug smuggling. So people are, are mm -hmm. growing their own weed and they're making their own meth. And that's been an issue here. Is, oh, is, it's gotten Korea more oh, self-sufficient with this drug trade. I have left Oklahoma and Oklahoma has followed me. Yep. Um, at the same time, the government said it's, it's starting a crackdown on foreigners uh, related to drug offenses or something like that. So they're trying to cut, they're trying to Is crack down on the Thai drug trade or something. Oh, okay. I was like, is it really mostly foreigners in the drug trade? You know, it's not. Yeah. You know, it's people. That's why I it's, 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 it's Korean nationals going to these countries and bringing it back with them. But it's Wait, convenient. So it's convenient to blame the foreigners. So we'll do that. Right, because we're the ones who bring. We brought drugs and we brought AIDS. Even though we get tested for both. <laughs> um. Yep. Anyway, I got tested for both just like several months ago. <laughs> and the thing is, is like my company doesn't even require it. They're just like get like a health check. So I went to like the Yongsan Health Center to be like, I need a health check. And I was in and out in 20 minutes and it was mostly just like peeing in a cup, take my blood. And I'm like, this is not like the usual health check that I go through. Like, don't you have to like measure me and like nope. do other things? And I'm like, no, nope. you're good. And I, just and to see I how found dirty out you are. later that was not the health check that I was supposed to get. Yeah, no, uh, it was basically just like drugs and sexually transmitted diseases. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no one needs to know. And of course, my company was like, um, yeah, that's not the health check that we wanted. Uh, here's another place that you can go to get the actual health check that you yeah. need. I'm like, thank you. Can you just disregard? I mean, everything came out clean, but I was just like so embarrassed by all of it. I'm just like, it's like uh, another another I weird mean, thing. At least my company knows I have no STDs. Another weird thing from the Olympics. Uh, does anyone mention anything about short hair? Hmm. This ties into a podcast we did not that long ago. Yeah. The queen of archery. She, who she's now like become she's become a great role model for young Korean women, which I know because one of my students who's in middle school is just like, I love her. She's actually basing a speech around her. Oh wonderful. Oh wonderful. Mm -hmm. But you know, she's being targeted. Because she has short hair, which is yeah, I'm just which like, is okay. I'm like, it's it's like it's like men. If you're trying to point out that you're not misogynist, 
don't don't point out someone's haircut because it makes you sound misogynist because that means you're just trying to control women's hairstyles. You're trying to control women's hairstyles. That makes you misogynist. Just, just, just informing you on that. Yeah, for a moment, I just want to give a shout out to Tropic Girl who is sending us a bit of island love. Thank you. Oh my god, I need it. Oh I my miss, god, really thank be you for being here. Yeah, and okay, yeah, I know. This was partially a joke. I I do support Korea and a lot of the events that they do, but American baseball, we're in the gold medal round. Sorry. I'm only an annoying American during the Olympics. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> we're in the middle of the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And and yes, tropical. Tropical. Exactly it. It's, it's, it's asking, yeah, yeah. Who do you support when you live in a foreign country? Your home country or Korea? I'm I'm of the person. Whenever I watch sports, is I just like watching the human drama. I really am not that big into who wins or loses, even if. It's a team that I have a connection to, like the University of Alabama, Roll Tide. Um, even then, if I see the opposing team make a great play, I like seeing that. I really, I just love seeing people sure. excel at something. And I love, to me, that's the drama. I just love seeing people do well. Exactly. <laughs> No, and so like for the Olympics, I actually I feel like I've got two countries to go for. I've got Korea and the US and I support them both. And mm. then when they do come up against each other, I feel like I'm gonna win either way. Cause if Korea wins, yay. If the US wins, yay. Yeah. You know, I support both Korea and America in the, in the Olympics. It's really rare that US and the Korea go up against each other in the same sport. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When I was watching the baseball game last the night, the baseball is really I mean, rare. I've never I'm trying to give any other chance where the US and Korea are really was, neck to neck. Okay. So America won, yes, but I was like rooting for Korea and because I know I was just like so disappointed because I know they can play better than that yeah it was just like oh come on guys you're better than this like come on don't let us like steamroll you yeah uh, yeah the, the coach, yeah the coach yeah. kept changing the pitcher and just like stop changing they went Korea went through like four or five pitchers in one game and I'm just oh, like my. why would you do that that just that shows lack of confidence it, it, that's what it is you want to see Korea do well in baseball and you <laughs> want to see America do well in taekwondo <laughs> but here's the thing um Korea has uh I learned this term today. Hopefully, I can say it correctly. Uh, karate ka, karate ka, person who does karate. Well, that's yeah. that is the, a popular game, computer game from the 1980s, karate ka, which you can get as an app on Android, and it's really fun. You can actually play the same game. It's so much fun. But it is also the name for uh, people who do karate. Or karate. I'm. I'm still. Karate. South Korea. Open yeah, hand. Karate. It's. Uh, it's. This is the first time it's been in the Olympics, and Korea has uh, one guy who has made it through to the bronze medal round in kata karate, and it's going to be tomorrow. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but yeah. So Korea has a guy who's back who could potentially get a bronze medal in karate tomorrow. Or wow. Karate. That's really cool. That's like a karate kid moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I mean, also going to, I'm no, also going to abruptly, I was going to abruptly change the subject. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you haven't gotten Pippin neutered. Have you? Yes, I have. You have? That was one of the first things I did when I got pit. Everything went well, right? 
Yes. Oh my God. You're about to tell me a sad story where things did not go well. Well, that happens. I mean, we know that we know what happened to Creamy the dog. Oh, okay. My daughter still doesn't know what happened to Creamy the dog. Which. Oh God. Wait, is this like a trend in Korea? What's going on? So, so a uh, veterinarian, a dog died while being neutered. And the owner of the dog stabbed the veterinarian <laughs> in the arm with scissors. <laughs> okay, well, at least, like when you said stabbed, I was like, holy shit, is he dead? No, no. Arm with the scissors. <laughs> Just. I'm, I'm I mean, doing the I weird news of Korea. I upset, but. <laughs> That's your, that's your forte. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Pippin. Pippin's good. Wait, actually, he's wearing a bow tie now. Pippin! Okay, we'll see. Apparently, he's sleeping somewhere. Oh, he's sleeping somewhere? <laughs> he's in the house. I swear to God, he's in the house. Uh, well, well, we, anyway, you, you wanting Pippin to bother us? I'm actually surprised that he's not bothering because I, like, as you can see, the door is open. I'm kind of surprised that he's not here. And the fact that I actually called his name and he hasn't come, I guess he's just like, mm. Mom, you're buying. I hate you. Yeah, because well, he's scared of being I killed. Mean, he's entering adolescent age of dog in dog years so maybe oh. that's what's going on oh. he's in that adolescent he's like I'm out of my hair. rebellious rebellious I mean he, he did he did Houdini his way off the rooftop th last weekend oh yeah so. I heard about that uh, you hear we're mm -hmm. going to be the hub of so vaccines now small. I got him The hub of vaccines. That's what we are. It's the hub of the week. You know, every week we got a. Okay. This, I think I kind of want to start a Twitter account called like HubVal mm -hmm. because it's like every week or almost every day, the Korean government either vows they're going to do something. The vow is like the most common verb. Mm -hmm. In any story about the government and hub, yes. we're always going to be the hub of something. So now we're going to be the hub of vaccines. Or we're going to vow to, yeah, we're yeah, going to vow yeah, to be. Actually, and in fact, like, in fact, the Korea Herald actually had both of them together. It's like Moon Jae-in's vows to be the hub of vaccines. I was like, you got both words in the same sentence. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I think that I my thinking is I like they're trying, to, they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to I think it's the way they're trying to soothe people's feelings about our lack of vaccines, but all it does is highlight how we don't have vaccines. <laughs> yeah. And but here's just, the thing, like I'm yeah, okay. So we're Kind of like here and there with a uh, vaccine supply. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, like, we do produce, I think AstraZeneca, isn't that the one? That's the one that's being produced here, right? The, okay. Yeah. But no one wants AstraZeneca anymore. No. They're finding not as no, effective as all, Pfizer Moderna. No, actually, Moderna has is proving to be the most effective. Mm, no, I'm getting they the Pfizer. They just released a report. Uh, actually, no, they just released a report. I think it was today saying six months after receiving the last uh, Moderna shot, uh, efficacy is still about 93%. But with Pfizer, it's about 84 six months after. Because now people are realizing like, oh, okay, now we have to look at how long are these vaccines going to last? Are they forever? 
you know, yeah. we, we need to watch that. Yeah. Because just because you have the vaccine doesn't mean you're completely immune. What it is, there's I, I, been a lot of breakthrough places. The <laughs> latest I've been reading is that uh, the vaccines create these types of antibodies that go after the original coronavirus, but not after the recent variants. They're not as effective against the recent variants. But people who actually had the coronavirus <laughs> and recovered, they've created. They've created antibodies that are adaptable, that are changing, and they're they're naturally creating antibodies that are attacking the different variants. So that's really interesting too. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of the vaccine oh, really? well, makers yeah. are working on uh, vaccines that target the variants. Mm-hmm. But that just—I mean—that's like more proof we need more research on this. Like, I'm, you know. I have my chance to make an appointment next Saturday. I'm Mm -hmm. going to get vaccinated. I want to get vaccinated. I mean, I would like, I have never had COVID-19. I would like not to have COVID-19. Even though I I feel like if I get it, it's going to be hopefully mild because I'm a relatively healthy, younger-ish person. Yeah. But... I mean, I do have a history of getting really horrible upper respiratory infections. They were bacterial respiratory infections. And then, you know, I also had a grandfather who died from COVID. So I'm just mm. like, don't want to take my chances. I, I want to get vaccinated. Vaccinate me now. Um, and then also do the research and I'm going to follow it because... I mean, COVID is not going to be, uh, it's not going to be done just because we all get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more research on the vaccines, um, on the treatments, you know, just to figure out what works. And especially with all the variants coming out, like we've had, we're up to like Ypsilon. In the Greek alphabet, no, after Ypsilon in the Greek alphabet when it comes to variants. So many variants. We're up to Lambda. Uh, Lambda. Lambda, yeah, thank you. I was looking at the other day and I forgot how far we got. Um, But yeah, we're up to Lambda with variants. So, but they're viruses. Viruses mutate. Mm. That's what they do. I, I, I'm I'm seeing that our friend at the Soul Light has released a video talking about the dog meat industry. Thank you, Chopper Girl, for bringing that to our attention. And you're moving to uh, Saint Lucia. Oh, she's moving. To, yeah, she's Sorry, Saint Lucia. Like- Chopper Girl moving to Saint Lucia because Chopper Girl, Chopper Girl does Chopper Girl things. That's what please happens. Please watch us and then, like, please send pics, send photos of Saint Lucia, and with with yes. with cocktail in hand. Yes. Did I tell you I, I booked? Did I, I tell you I booked a cruise next year? Yeah, we booked a cruise oh, next she's year. Gonna, yep, she's gonna do it. She'll catch up. Yay! She'll catch up. Thank you, Travel Girl. Thank you so much. Photos. I mean, I I mean, even when I move to the US, I'm going to Austin, so there's no beach there. Yeah. But you got good music. But I won't I'll be like an hour and a half from the beach, so definitely gonna take that beach time. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap things up with with something really um something that's really going to frustrate you or make you laugh or make you cry. Mm -hmm. So this week you've heard about this Delta plus variant. Yes. So the government has said as of August 5th, though we should be vigilant about the Delta plus variant, we don't need to be overly concerned about it. That's the same fucking thing that they said about the Delta. So, so what I've got, what I did is I went back and I looked and on July 14th, this is a quote. They said, 
We judged that there was no need to worry too much about the Delta variant, as its infection rate was very low at the time. Looking back at the situation in June, we should have been more active in trying to control the variant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't learn from anything. We don't learn from anything. Oh, oh, Chopper goes pointing out that Peter Bent's birthday is August 10th. Peter Bent, who was on our show a few weeks ago, his birthday is August 10th. Yeah, August 10th. A few days after our recording. What is is this? It's Tuesday. Yeah, so... So I'll say it now. I'll probably say it after you. Happy birthday, Peter. Bye, Trumpet Girl. We love you too. Especially if you give us pictures. <laughs> yeah, if you if you want to join Don't us, we, we do um we do uh live we are live on YouTube at the moment. That's why we're who we're talking to right now. Uh we usually record we yeah. usually do we usually put the show live on YouTube on Friday evenings. After 7.30, not specifically, but after 7.30, that's how it goes. So, so I, was, I was wrapping up with that was, um, yeah, um, it's the pattern of ignoring problems until they're here. Yeah. And now, well, we've only had two Delta plus variant cases. I remember we only had like 11 Delta cases in, in June. And so that was nothing to worry about. We're still going to let, we're going to relax yeah, our yeah, restrictions. Right. And now we're over. It's like, Record yeah, breaking it's like now. Over 200. It's like over 200 variant cases, including all the variants, I think. Don't call me on that. I have to look it up. I should just not say numbers until I have... But I do believe it's over 200. Yeah. All variant cases, not just Delta. Yep. Well, now Delta's the dominant. But anyway, like, no, I think, like, from the beginning with the vaccines, they were not like, this is not going to come 100% protect you. This is just like the first start. Oh, also, we're slow on that, too, because now the Korean government's being yeah. criticized because they were late in securing 2022 vaccines. Japan and Israel had already secured theirs, and Korea went, what, what, we're supposed to do that? What, 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 what? It's always last minute, bally, bally. It's like, okay. Well, no, I know, like, the WH. No, yeah, so some countries are, like, starting on, like, booster third shots, and the WHO is like, dude, hold the fuck up. Let's, like, try and get all these other countries at least get to 10%, which I yeah. agree with, because there's a lot of countries who can't afford these vaccines. I, I agree with that, too, and but so I, th- I, just, I also think it, that, it was, uh, that was reverse ecology like, for Americans. A little bit of a bad taste <laughs> True. It, it's reverse you know, ecology for Americans because because of, uh, all the Americans right now they're going like oh, freedom. I don't need to get vaccinated. Once they hear that all these brown people in other countries are getting vaccinated instead of them, and they they can't get vaccinated, they're going to be like, "Give me the vaccination." That's what they're going to be like. Possibly. Yeah. Well, no, and now no, what we're dealing with is like a lot of people in the states who did who maybe didn't get vaccinated, but they're seeing uh, what what they call breakthrough cases, which is people who were vaccinated who then test positive for COVID-19. They're like, aha, proof, it doesn't work. But as my sister pointed out on my Facebook earlier today, this has always been a thing that was reported when the vaccines came out. They're like, we didn't say that this wouldn't happen. And I mean, honestly, considering how quickly vaccines came out, the fact that people are like, I get a vaccine, I'm superhuman, I'm Superman, can't get COVID. The exception proves the rule. Your shitty eyes are 
I mean, mm. everything happened quickly. I'm just, I'm out of the mind that yes, vaccines work, but we also need more research to feel, to figure out how well they work and how long they work. And it's, it's coming and out. We need to look it's coming at, out. Yeah. We need to look at these um, mild breakthrough cases, which a breakthrough case is somebody who's been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and still gets COVID. Yeah. Uh, but America has apparently only been looking at like the severe cases, which are very rare. Yeah. But they need to be looking at all of them. You know, even the mild cases where it's like, oh, I have a cold. <laughs> I'm sick. We need those. Well, I'm going to wrap Sorry, things I up. Had to Thank you yeah. for listening. Um, like I say, if you, if we also have a Patreon. Thank you. At, thank you. Uh, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash soul podcast for just $5 a month. You can get all of our back episodes going back to 2008. Back mm-hmm. when we really got drunk on this show. Uh, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's fun because <laughs> our the our patrons have told us that they really like this because they really like to see how Korea really was over 10 years ago. How it was different Back and how it's kind of stayed the same. Because we still talk about the same topics. But things are really, really much I different now. Like, I can't believe that 2008 was back in the day. Oh, dear uh, yeah, so get, get used to this younger young whippersnapper get used to that <laughs> it's gonna get worse <laughs> all right so everyone um really just just do your best we're we're getting through this we're gonna get through it un- until next yeah until next time be safe the Soul Podcast is a production of Zen Kimchi International, copyright 2021, under the Creative Commons license. Parts of this podcast may be used for non-commercial purposes if you remember to give us credit. You can contact us at sejong at soulpodcast.com. That's S-E-J-O-N-G at soulpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at King Sejong and on Facebook at facebook.com slash soulpodcast. For a transcript of this episode, listen to it again and write down what you hear. See you next week. Until then, may your favorite one Manju takeout place not close down and become a sock store. And then close down and become a kimchi waffle hut. And then close down and become a GS25. And then close down and become a KT cell phone store.